Shalom, we're going to up the Mesechus Baba Kamad Afnun. Today's Daf discusses Bar. We begin the Sugis of Bar, which we're sure you're going to be Chayiv for building, digging your bar. We discuss someone who builds his foundation of his home into Rishos HaRabim, on the Rishos HaRabim. What happens if someone donated his bar to the Tzibor? We discuss the famous Agarito of Nechundu's daughter falling into a well. We discuss... How one shouldn't dump his rocks into it. Just rob him and a mice that happened with that. Which bar one is chayev for? And why is someone chayev for the damage caused in his bar? Is it because of the hevel or because of the hit, the impact? We begin with a question that tells us if someone digs a pit in Rishas Hayochid and this pit opens into Rishas Rabim or vice versa. Or if it's from Rishas Hayochid into Rishas Hayochid, he's going to be chayev. Now the Gemara says, if someone digs his pit in Rishos Harabim and opens into Rishos Harabim, he is going to be chayiv. According to Rabbi Yishmol, that is the bar that the Torah is talking about. Rabbi Akiva, on the other hand, says that if someone has mafkir all the area around his pit, that's the pit that the Torah is talking about. Now, there's what their machlokes is. Rabbi learns as follows. He says, really, everyone agrees in a Rishos Harabim that you chayiv. Because the Pasuk says, Kiftach v'chiyichre. If you're going to be for opening a pit. Of course, you're for digging a pit. What does the Torah say? That you're for digging? Elamai, the Torah is telling us that even being involved in opening or digging a pit, you're going to be chayev. They're machloikas. The machloikas between Rabbi Shual and Rabbi Kiva is, in, is a bar in his own rituals. In rituals, hagyochir. Rabbi Kiva holds. They'll also be chayev in rituals, hagyochir, because the Pasuk says, Baal ha-bar. This bar has bailim. And every small learns, no. If it's in his own rishos and he's just mafka the area around it, he's going to be potter. So the chayev and rishos harabim. I. Why is Rabbi Akiva saying that this is the bar that the Torah was talking about? That was just the first bar that the Torah started talking about where you have to pay. Here it has bailim. Rabbi Yosef, however, learns the is totally different. He says that really in Rishos Hayochid, everyone holds that Yechayev. Because the Pesach says Baal Habar. Everyone, both Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva learn that it has to be a bar that has bailim in his Rishos. Their Machalogus is when the bar is dug in Rishos Rabbim. Later Rabbi Yishmael holds... They'll even be chayev in Rishos Rabbim because the Pesach says Ki Yiftach V'chiyichre, which sounds extra... That's telling us that even just being involved in the digging or covering, you'll be chayiv. And Rabbi Akiva learns that no, you need that pasuk. It's not extra. Just being involved isn't enough to be mechayiv. It has to only be as be in your rishos. Ki Yiftach tells me that even just uncovering a bar without digging it, you're going to be mechayiv. And Ki Yichre tells me that you don't have to actually fill up the entire bar to be putter. Just covering it would be enough if you dug a pit. Why is Rabbi Shmuel saying that this is the bar that the Torah is talking about? This is the bar that the Torah was talking about first when it comes to damages. Next, the Gemara asks, we learned that if someone digs a pit in Rosh Hashanah, which opens into Rosh Hashanah, he's going to be potter. Even though he's not allowed to do this, because you're not allowed to just make a hole under Rosh Hashanah, he'll still be potter if the entrance to this hole is in Rosh Hashanah. If, however, someone digs pits or caves in which opens into Rishos Harabim, there he's going to be chayev. If someone digs pits in Rishos Hayochid right next to Rishos Harabim, like if someone's digging a hole in his Rishos for a foundation to his building, there he'll be potter. Rabbi Yehuda says no, he'll be chayev. 
digging this foundation unless he builds a ten tefach mechitza or he keeps away from Shasarabim so that people won't walk anywhere near his foundation. Four tefachim distance so that no one accidentally falls into his rishos, into his foundation. Now the Gemara is medayek that if he wasn't digging this for a foundation, it wasn't for a Tzorchei Tzibor, it wasn't something that the community needs to have foundations. If he just stopped di- digging a pit, he's going to be high, even if he was four Tzvachim away, even with this 10 Tzvach wall. Now, according to Rabbah, the race is Rabbi Shmuel and the Seva is Rabbi Akiva. But according to Rabbi Yosef, he knows that the whole Machleik is his only Rosh Hashanah, and everyone holds a Yechayiv in Rosh Hashanah. And fine, the Seva could be, according to everybody, but the Reisha is not Rabbi Shmuel or, or Rabbi Akiva. Why are you going to be potter for having this foundation in your in your rishos? Rishos yochad is chayev. So if you have an answer, really, it's going to shit everybody. In the ratio, you're going to be potter and just yochid. because the ratio is where you weren't mafkir the area around your hole around your foundation. If you're not mafkir it, then why is someone even coming close to it? No one's allowed to walk even near your hole. Mamela. They're going to be chayev. But otherwise, if you're mafk the area around the pit that you dug in your rishos, so people can walk near it with rishos, there go, then you're going to be chayev. Even if it's just a Now Rashi says, the shitash of Yosef, that everyone's going to say you're going to be chayev in that case. If we're going to say that, then even according to Rava, we could say that it doesn't need to be a machlekistanoim. Rishon and the Sefer could both be a Rishmael. Just you're only going to be potter if you were digging a foundation. If you weren't digging a foundation, you're going to be chayiv. If you expanded your foundation into Rishos Harabim. Now the Gemara asks, someone digs a pit in Rishos HaYochid and opens in Rishos Harabim, he's chayiv. If he digs in Rishos HaYochid right next to Rishos Harabim, there he'll be potter. Now according to Rabbi, we could say this is all Rishma, but according to Yosef, the Rish is Rabbi but the Seifa is neither Rabbi or Rabbi Akiva. You should be chayv and Rishosayachid. So he'll answer. If you're digging it for a foundation, that's why you'll be potter, even though it was near Rishosayachid. You're only going to be chayv when you're not digging a foundation. You're just digging holes. Next, the Gemara says, if someone digs a hole, and he hands over this water hole to Rishosayachid. He's like, hey, the oil of regalim, you guys could drink from this. He's going to be potter if someone falls in there. Because now it's the Rabbim's responsibility to guard it. If he didn't hand over this pit versus Rabbim, he didn't let them know, Chevra, this is for you, then he's going to be chayv. It's the whose responsibility. This was the, the menach of Nechunya Chuyfer Boyrus. He used to dig pits and he used to give them over to Rishas Rabbim. He would let them know, this is for the other regalim. When the Chachamim heard this, they said, oh, he's Mekayim the Salacha. It's not that he was only Mekayim the Salacha, he was even Mekayim the Salacha. Now the Gemara brings a story. The daughter of Nechun Yechoy for Sichen fell into one of these bayras, a big bar. And they told her, Chanina Ben Doisa, what should we do? So the first hour he said, Shalom. The second one he told them, Shalom. And the third hour he told them, also, that, that she was out. So when they pulled her out, they, they found that she was out. They said, oh my gosh, how did you get out? So she said that there was this ram came with a zokin leading him. And there's a gazera, there has to be something to let this gazera land on, even if this person is going to get a Yeshua. Like by Kedis Yitzchak, they brought the ram instead. They told him, you must be a Novi. He said, no, I'm not a Novi, I'm not a Ben Novi. I was just saying that this is the Rev Nechunyo's hold Sidkus. 
So it can't be that this is what is going to cause his children tsar. He's the one that digs all these pits and gives it to Rishas Ram to the other Begolim. Ravacha points out that even so, his son did die of thirst. It wasn't in a pit, so it wasn't directly correlated with his tutkus, but he did die of thirst. The Pasuk says, which tells us that Kodesh Baruch was medactic very much on, on his beloved, those who are close to him, Kechot Asara. Rabbi Chunyo brings this idea from the Pasuk of El Naratz Pesod Kedoshim Rabba Venere Al Kolsev Vivov. Rabbi Chunyo it says that anyone who says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a veteran, he just gives up on Pshor, and he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. He's being mevater on his life, because the Pesach says, Hatsur Tomen Poleki Cholderach of Mishpat. He's telling people to do Averis, essentially. Now Rav Acha, or Rav Yishmuel, Rav Shmuel Ban Achmeni says, that the Pesach of Erech Apayim, sounds like Apayim, that is plural, of Hashem's wrath. That he's elongating. What's this? What are these two wraths? Doesn't say erech af. One is for the wrath of tzaddik, and one is for Hashem. That Hashem has patience for both. And Tosis points out that uh, sometimes it sounds like he's patient for Hashem in a good way, sometimes in a bad way. Depends. If the Hashem are going to do tshuva, then Hashem has patience for them too. For tzaddik, Hashem holds back their schayron of the so they could get the ultimate good that only tzaddikim can uh, appreciate. Another mabo. Now the Gemara brings a Mayas of a certain person. He was throwing his rocks out into Rishas Rabbim. And the Bryce says that one should not throw his rocks into Rishas Rabbim, as one can understand. This Chosid saw him doing this and he said, Reka, you empty one. Why are you throwing from a Rishas which isn't yours and a Rishas which is yours? Now this guy laughed at him because he said it, he said it backwards. You, you know, I was throwing it from the Rishas that is mine into Rishas which isn't mine. But not too long afterwards, he had to sell his field and he was walking in that street and he tripped over those stones which he sold. So uh, Hitaka had thrown it from the Rishas which was now not his Rishas into Rishas which was his Rishas, Rishas Arabim. Now we have a mission that tells us that if someone digs a pit in Rosh Hashanah and someone falls inside, if, it, if an axe or a donkey falls inside, he'll be chayev. Which is, this is uh, the classic case of shard, uh, of bar, to show what exactly the chedesh is. Whether it is a bar, a siach, a ma'orach, haritzen, vineitzen, different forms of pits, the Gemara will go through what they are and why each one is a chedesh, he's chayev. Why does the third dafka say bar if it's all of these types of depressions? crevices well just because just like a bower has the depth of tent fachim which can kill all these other things also have to have that tent fachim to kill in order to, for you to be mechaev if it was less than tent fachim and something uh, an axe or a donkey falls in and dies he's butter he'll only be chayev if it gets damaged in there because less than tent fachim is still a damaging hole and the Gemara Rav tells us that when the Torah is mechaev on a bar, it's because of the hevel of the putrid ear, the suffocation of the animal, not the actual impact. See, he holds that the impact, that's the ground doing the damage, not you, the pit digger. Shmuel, however, says that yes, the hevel kills, but it's definitely the impact that you're going to be chayev for. It's not just the impact, because if the, a, a guy digs a pit and he fills it up with sponges. It still has that hevel, and you'll be chayev if it dies in there. The nafkamino, the mice, they're both whole that you're going to be chayev if it's more than 10 tefachim and it dies. But if someone makes a mound in Rishas Rabbim instead of a pit, according to Rav, you're not going to be chayev because there's no hevel in it. You know, you're out in the open, you know, on top of a mountain. But according to Shmoy, you're still going to be chayev 
for the impact caused. What's Pshat and Rav? He learns from the Pasuk of Vinofal that uh, you have to fall, that this animal falls in Derech Nefila, which is face first. So he has that breathing damage done. Burnt to Shmuel, it means however he falls in in Nefila. Now in the Mishnah we learn, right, we said that a bar is ten tvachim deep, and so do any other crevice is going to be chayiv uh, for ten tvachim. Now according to Shmuel, it's including even if it's very high. According to Rav, what's this including? Oh, it's including charitzin and neitzin. Aye, that's beferish. Yeah, it's just explaining the charitzin and neitzin. These holes are also ten tzvachim. Why do we need every single one of these cases? So the Gemara explains why each one is a bit of a chiddush. Because just bar, that would tell me a hole that has ten tzvachim and hevel. It's very small, it's very narrow, that's why it has that hevel. But a siach, which is much longer, maybe there's no hevel, even with ten tvachim. Now siach has ten tvachim, has hevel in ten tvachim because it's very small. A ma'ara is much wider, so maybe even with ten tvachim, it wouldn't have hevel. And one would be potter. And just ma'ara... Tells me, okay, that has ten tefachim because it's shaded; it has a roof on top. Bacharitin, which doesn't have a roof. Maybe even if it's ten, it wouldn't be; it wouldn't have hevel, and it wouldn't be chayiv. And charitin, I would think maybe is only chayiv because it's the same width at the top as it, as it is on the bottom. But neitzim is a cone; it gets narrow as it goes down. Maybe that doesn't have hevel. Kamashmal, and all of these have hevel, and you'll be chayiv for all of them. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.